0: Hello hello. On today's show, I'm going to talk about it would be like what it would be like if the office were in space. We've got a special guest host today that says Prior and Chasm are coming for you and Patrick says the Hulk wants to smash your brains and maybe eat them too. Welcome to your favorite live-streaming, whatnoting podcast, Comics and Collectibles in the Crawl Space. As usual, I'll be your host, Kevin. And also, as usual, I have uh, the amazing Patrick with me. You want to say hey, Pat?
1: Hey, everybody.
0: And then lastly, not as usual, we have another amazing young man. You want to say hey, Ty?
1: Hey, what's up? Sweet, hey. I like that new uh, intro with that rocking new music there. Slightly Thank tweaked. Thank you.
0: That's, I was looking for uh, some uh, feedback on that. Okay, first thing, rocking music. Got it. I wasn't,
1: uh, I was like looking at my notes and I wasn't even paying attention. Then I heard the slightly different, different music, music and I had to start paying attention.
0: <laughs> Did you watch it, Ty? Yeah. Pretty cool, right? It is. Thanks. I worked hard on that, man. It's so hard. It's so hard to get things just right. It gets to a point to where I just have to be like, okay, that's good enough. I'm just not the, you know, just not, I have no formal training, so, you know, I, I can only deal with what I got, you know, Yeah. but we've got uh, Tyler with us today because Mike is on vacation and uh, Um. So that means we don't have cover combat, a no cover combat installment today, sad face. But you have another week to get your votes in. So that could be good for other people. And then uh, uh, we are still going to do the pick three though, because Tyler is going to fill in uh, for Mike on that. Oh, look, we got a little message there, Ty. Hi, Grammy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ma. <laughs> and uh, we'll try to do our best uh, with without Mike, uh, but it'll be tough. And then next week, we're going to skip entirely uh, because partially because Mike still isn't going to be with us, but also because we want to do a, a week off every month, probably or so anyway. Yeah. And then lastly, it's the Super Bowl. So in the Super Bowl next week, right? Ty? yeah so we don't want to compete with that everybody's gonna be super Bowl partying up they don't wanna they don't want to get their comic fixed then right probably right <laughs> all right so then that uh for the people that are the the uh, biggest fans of uh, what Kevin watched they don't have to wait though because we're gonna go right into that on this one is that okay with you Tyler mm-hmm Are you doing your homework while we're doing this? No. (laughs) All right, Pat, could you tell anything with that one?
1: Oh my gosh, I wasn't paying attention again. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: (laughs) that's okay. It was a sound thing that time. It wasn't, there was no visual change. Okay. Uh, but I, uh, since I was making all these other changes, I went in and I quiet. I did all, the, I just basically oh, yeah, re-uploaded yeah. with a lower volume on everything. So hopefully that'll help. So give me feedback on that as well. Okay. But, uh, so I want to start this week. Like I, uh, did last week where I talked about, I wanted to have a little segment before my geek culture related shows of what I watched. That's not geek culture. And, uh, this week, I watched *You People*, which is a brand spanking new movie on Netflix, uh, and it has um, Eddie Murphy. A oh, man, I'm drawing a blank on him. Damn, Tyler, you know that one? Hmm. Have you seen that at all, Pat? No. It's um, the heavyset kid from *21 uh, Jump Street*.
2: Uh, I'm blanking on his name too
0: You guys know who I'm talking about though, right? Jonah Hill Yeah, Jonah Hill, that's it Yeah, yeah. So it's got Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill in it As the two main uh, actors in it And uh, It basically It actually Was kind of I, I almost just included it in geek culture Related segment of the show because a big chunk of the show, the movie is about Jonah Hill has a podcast with his best friend that's this female. And uh, basically, they talk about uh, hip-hop culture. And, uh, you know, so that kind of podcast related. But then I was like, no, it's not really. Um, but uh, I think it's a really, it's it's kind of a comedy, but it's a little bit of a drama. It deals with race relations. That's kind of the big gist of it jonah falls in love with a black lady and and they're gonna get married so then it's it's kind of meet the parents uh where jonah has to kind of meet uh her parents which is eddie murphy and the other lady i can't remember her name either sorry and then uh she has to meet his parents which he's jewish and her parents are really uh uh, practicing, you know, Jew- and it's actually got uh, Mulder from uh, X-Files is his dad and Elaine from Seinfeld is his mom. So it's pretty funny. I don't really get into uh, a lot of uh, race related humor at all. So it really wasn't my bag. I-, I checked it out because um, a friend of mine recommended it to me said it was really funny, which he's right. It has a lot of funny parts in it, but it does get a little bit heavy. I don't like things to get heavy in my comedies, So <laughs> overall, it's a good movie. Uh, if that's the kind of thing you like, but uh, uh, I, I just didn't care for it, you know, that much personally. Um, and that's all I watched that wasn't, I actually watched a couple of murder mysteries with my wife too, but I can't remember the names of them. So, so to get into the geeks, geek related stuff, Got a good sci-fi movie here. I have no idea how this one popped up on my radar. Uh but it is called Oxygen. <clears throat> and this is a I watched this on uh Netflix and it's uh it's actually out of it's a French movie from 2021. And the actress that's in this, I got her name here. Actually, took a couple notes. Melanie Laurent. That's it. She's yeah, right what do you, top. how do you, oh, yeah. I'm looking at my phone while it's on the poster. I was going to ask you, uh, I, do you have you ever heard of her?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: She was actually in *Inglorious Bastards and uh, Six Underground, which was a fairly recent Netflix original. And then now you see me, those uh, old, uh, not old, I mean, it's 2013, uh, you know, magic movies or whatever, you know, so so she's in a few things and uh, she's literally the only person in this movie (laughs) because basically what happens is she wakes up in a cryogenic sleep chamber, you know, like in uh, typical sci-fi movies where if you're going to, well, I shouldn't say typical, you know, it's either one way or the other with sci-fi movies. If you're going to travel long distances. You either have light speed, and if you don't have light speed, you have to go into sleep so you don't age while on, during the trip, right? Perfect. So she's uh, in one of these cryogenic sleep chambers, and uh, something happens that we don't know exactly at first that uh, she is awakened, which that's actually been done in a few movies I've seen in the past as well. Where people are prematurely awoke, you know, in the midst of a long trip. And then it's like, what do we do now? You know, Um, but in this one, she's in this cryogenic chamber that she can't get out of alone. And uh, and then lastly, too, the oxygen is leaking. So she only has 90 minutes of oxygen. So it kind of it gives us this very interesting and it is compelling. It's I stayed with it for the entire movie, Uh, you know, mystery that. Starts off with her waking up, not knowing what's going on. Oh, she she lost her memory too, so she can't remember anything. So she wakes up, she doesn't know who she is or why she's there. But she has a computer that talks to her. So, I mean, there technically is other actors and actresses in this, but it's all, we don't see anybody else but this lady. That's not actually true either. She has some flashbacks <laughs> too. She has some flashbacks, but in general, we this whole movie takes place in this cryogenics chamber that she's in, and we see her, you know. So I apologize. There is some work as I'm thinking about, as I'm talking. But anyway, this does a great job of being interesting with essentially nothing happening the entire movie. This reminds you of uh, what was the ones where people get lost at sea and, uh, uh, you know, their boat takes off, uh, you know, and how they're going to survive there. And then uh, what's that one where what's his name gets his hand caught in a rock and the whole movie takes place with him in a crevice with his hand stuck in a rock, and that's a true story. You know, it's that kind of thing where it's this one person in one dire situation with some reason that it needs to be resolved soon or else. And, uh, no, not the perfect storm, Karen. This is just where two diver, scuba divers are left in the middle of the ocean and the boat leaves without them. They actually made three of them. I can't remember the name off the top of my head of that one. But, um, anyway. You talking about you know what I'm talking about? Okay, this is good, <laughs> I recommend this. I'm not actually uh, gonna give uh, too many details other than what I've already said, um, but this, yeah, open water, that's it. But this is, uh, got twists and turns, like I said, it's it really is amazing to me how this became so interesting with its limited uh you know (laughs) resources of being interesting and uh the the only thing i will say (laughs) the ending just the ending is not horrible it's just frustrating to where i didn't like it i didn't like the ending in general i didn't like how it ended but i wouldn't say it's a bad ending like it's a horrible ending i just didn't like how it ended um but so check it out oxygen. Oh, and this is dubbed. Well, I watched it dubbed um, Because like I said, it's a french film and it actually does it, it's not like distracting with how the dubbed is either It's, it's actually done. Well in my opinion in, in regards to that as well. So check out oxygen Then and this has to do with my teaser and the title of the show I watched a uh, show that <laughs> makes me think of The Office because it has so many uh, actors in it that are from The Office, and it's called Avenue 5. Are either of you familiar with this? I haven't heard of it. No. Oh, my gosh. I I am so happy I found it. You know, that's obviously, I. you know, you can tell how this review is probably going to end. I'm so happy I found this. So this came out in 2021 and it's, it has two seasons already. The second season, obviously in 2020 ended in, tw- or, you know, was released in 2022 and man, I'm hoping for more because this is, so this is a comedy. It's a sci-fi comedy. And basically it, uh, Takes place in space on a uh, a spaceship that is, this takes so takes place so far in the future. It's a cruise liner, you know, like if you would take a cruise on the ocean, you can get on this spaceship and take a cruise. Kind of, it takes a lap around the sun and comes back. So, uh, you know, like I said, it's just like a cruise liner. So there's you know hundreds and hundreds of people, thousands maybe. I don't know exactly the number uh, on this ship and. You know, it's it's it becomes a sci fi adventure. They, they're they in space and they start having problems. And not only do they have to deal with the problems, but also they have to deal with the passengers as they deal with the problem. You know, just like if they'd have a you know uh, an issue at sea on a cruise, it's, it's just like that, but it all takes place in space. And uh, the lead in this uh, is House said that Lori, right? Yeah, mm hmm. And then um Zach Woods, which was from the office, he's the uh the lanky geeky Gabe. kind of kid that worked for Kathy Bates. That actually she worked for the the people that brought bought the office.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, and then it's got um Josh Gad. No, no, yeah, Josh Gad. You know him, you know him, Pat? Mm-hmm. What's he from? I, I can't.
1: I think he's kind of most known for voicing Olaf in the Frozen movies. Oh, but he's yeah, 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 in,
0: yeah, right, right.
1: He's been in a lot of, he, he's like a musical uh, theater yeah, type and he, guy, and he does movies too, yeah. He's like a, he's like a,
0: a, um, one of those background actors that's in everything, so you know him, but yeah, right, gotcha, but he's uh he's a main, main uh star in this one. Um, it also has, and, and I, you know, I may have oversold the office thing, but it also has Kyle Bornheimer and um, Andy Buckley, which he's from the Office. He was the uh, Dunder Mifflin CEO. That guy,
1: hmm. um, David Wallace.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, then Ethan Phillips is in this. Man, there, there's literally. Lucy punch. I can't remember what I know her from too, but I know her from a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's, that's kind of what this show is. It's, and and it, and it's part of the charm for it to me. I mean, a couple standout actors, but then so many other actors that, you know, from so many things, you know, and, uh, man, this is, this is funny. This is probably the funniest new show I've caught in a while. And, uh, it's ridiculous and it is, uh, uh, not for kids in my opinion, uh, mostly because of the language. Um, but, uh, this has a lot of, uh, great moments. I really, I, I'm trying to think of which one I'm, i I want to kind of give you one as a kind of an example. Okay. I'll just tell you this. Uh, and this, this is in, this is first episode information. Like I said, there's two seasons, but this cruise liner is basically so self-sufficient and it's on autopilot that we come to find out that house and the entire rest of the crew of the ship don't actually know anything about spaceships or space flight they're all a bunch of actors that have just been hired to portray the crew to be pleasant for the sake of the uh, passengers but they actually have no idea what they're doing so that's a big thing in this every episode is house is not a captain of a cruise liner he just plays one on tv quote-unquote funny um but uh but he has to, but everybody keeps looking up to him like he's the cat like he has to save them from all these miscellaneous problems they have and he wants nothing to do he's just like i'm an actor i don't do this you know so it's that, that's just kind of one kind of example as to what kind of carries through episode to episode. This is really good stuff. Avenue 5 on HBO Max. Yeah, Did I say it was on Netflix or no? No, I was talking about the other one. But uh, two seasons, and I hope it comes out with more. I really give this a big recommend. Then I got to the third episode of The Last of Us. Did you get a chance uh, since you got the codes, Pat? I did. Did you watch all three? Yes. Nice. How about you, Ty? What'd you say? I'm loving it. Did you watch all three? Yeah. Okay. I'm loving it too. But (laughs) regardless of what anyone thinks of you know, whatever the quote-unquote controversial content of episode three is. I'm just wondering why there's a love story at all in the middle of my zombie apocalypse, fungal zombie action-adventure movie show, game, whatever it is. That's, like, this, this... It didn't make any sense to me. Like, even if... They needed to set up this couple that they meet to have, you know, later in the episode. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, I guess I should put that up, right? Mm-hmm. So, anybody who wants to step away or mute me until I take that spoiler alert down? If you're just listening, you're not watching, come, but give me five minutes. <laughs> but obviously, at the end, they needed the weapons and the truck, right? So even if they needed to set up the fact that that's where they're gonna get the weapons in the truck, they could have done it in like 10 minutes. This is like an hour plus episode and 90% of it's this love story. Right. Pat, what do you think?
1: I think it was important to the story. I think a lot of what happened between the two could be sort of overlaid on Joel's relationship with Ellie just about going on and caring for somebody else it was weird because I'll, I'll briefly i'll tell you my i i loved the first half of the first episode okay towards the second half of the first episode i was like oh my gosh here we go walking dead politics all over again okay and i was kind of like put off and like we have to go through all this the second episode i thought was fairly fairly good um and then, but I, I I was irritated by Ellie. I didn't care for her at all. yeah, this, me that all changed for me in this episode. They made her a lot more human. I think it was a brilliant idea to have her read the letter. And then just the impact it had on Joel, you know, it, it, and it was good too, because you know it it not it just wasn't some random cache of weapons in a vehicle. These are the guys that had been operating. You know, the they they knew they had set up all the radio playlist thing. They talked about them in the first episode, so it kind of tied into that. Um, I don't know. I I I thought maybe they spent a little too long, but I I just I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was a great episode. I think me and my wife probably was our favorite episode. I I am glad. I am anxious to get back to because I I I assumed this whole. The whole uh, gist of the series was going to be about Joel and Ellie. And that's kind of what I was looking forward to. I wasn't, I was hoping there wouldn't be a lot of that Walking Dead, different societies doing all this and all that and worrying about all that stuff. I was more, I was hoping for more just about them. But they obviously had to get, they have to go from one end of the coast to the other. So they needed something. Right. I'm probably going on too. This isn't isn't what Patrick watched. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Yeah, definitely.
0: (laughs) I want. Yeah, I I wanted to hear the feedback, and and I and I'm going to get to you in a second, too, Ty. But just to chime in on or add on to what you just said is, I for the most part agree with everything you just said, and yeah, it was, and the actors did a great job. Um, Like I said, the only thing that didn't make sense is how much, like you said. I that's and I guess that's where we kind of disagree. Is you said it went a little bit too long. I think it went way too long. I think they could have accomplished what we got with way less of the love story, you know, kind of aspect of it, you know. And 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 uh, and that being said, even without it being way less, it's still I know it was quality, but uh, yeah, I was just. Uh, I, this isn't, it's like, this is this isn't what I signed up for, you know? So, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. And especially starting from the beginning too, I use the walking dead reference out of the gate. That's it really started to feel that way. Like you said, in the second, you know, in the second half of the first episode and I wasn't liking Ellie. I'm still kind of not liking Ellie that much. I haven't really kind of changed a lot on that for me. Um, Then the other part is, again, uh, I don't know anybody that's played this to talk to, but um, uh, Lexi, you know, watches the videos I told you, and she said there was nothing like that in the game, so then I was like, okay, that wasn't exactly true with the game there, too, which doesn't bother me, really, because I didn't play the game, but...
1: From what I read, it is in the game, just they expounded on it quite a bit more.
2: Well their relationship is in the game, but those two ended up hating each other. It wasn't a happy ending. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Was it in was it in the first game or the second game? Do you know? First. Huh. I guess I can't rely on Lexi uh telling me what's in the game or not. <laughs> I thought I could, but she's like, That ain't that wasn't in there. I'm like, okay but like i said i didn't really care anyway because i didn't know either way but yeah i only
2: obviously i didn't play it either i'm pretty sure it's a playstation exclusive but right because it's a video game show and i heard the creator of the game is writing it it made me want to like my own love for wanting a show or movie to be like its source i researched how accurate it is because it is the game creator writing it and yeah he's changing up a lot of stuff so And then I had a whole conversation with Maddie about how that's so weird, you know, because usually it would be somebody else trying to put their ideas into it. But it's actually the creator making a different story, which I think is odd.
0: That is odd. Uh, but that's kind of like Kirkman with Walking Dead and uh, or Kirkman with uh, he talked about how he changed the show so much from the comics all the time, you know, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know how much choice he had a lot of the time, unfortunately. Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
0: So, okay, so aside from what you just said, Ty, overall, what are you thinking of The Last of Us up to this point?
2: Um, You guys both made points I agree with, but I, th- I think my biggest thing is I think it was a little bit much on the love story end. It could have been shorter. Definitely want some more of the two main character action and what they're going to do. Yeah. You know. But overall, I think it's really good. Yeah, I also. think I'm sure we'll see as well. You know how much, how important them telling that entire story for the whole episode will be later on. Yeah, I that could be. That. Yeah, okay.
1: I also liked how in that third episode they showed how capable Ellie is. You know how smart she is. Like how she, she saw before she. The typical Walking Dead thing is if they if they found that basement of that store. They would have just hopped down in without even thinking of it. She actually scoped it out, and immediately when she got down there, she set up how to get back out. Yeah. On you know, Walking Dead, they would get down there, then they would scramble for how to get out. It, it, I think it was very smart, it, sort of endearing Ellie and showing that you know that she's capable. And like I said, the ending too made it. She, she softened a lot, you know. Yeah. So did Joel. I think. I think he's coming around too. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, and yeah, I, like I said, you know, my opinion of Ellie hasn't changed that much, but I can kind of see where if they kind of keep going the direction they seem to be going, I could, you know, but that's, that's a pretty interesting, uh, take on her going down in that basement like that. My first thought when she did that is why not get him before she goes down there, <laughs> you know, but of course she's like a rebellious kid, you know, she wants to, do what she wants regard, and, and and she wanted to prove him wrong because he said there was nothing there or whatever, you know. So, I get it, but I was thinking, man. And I I always think this with all these episodes. Anyway, if I was Joel, I'd be like, hey, do not, you know, I want I want to get one of those uh, leash harnesses, like you know, parents have with <laughs> kids that want to run away sometimes. Just let's just hook ourselves together all the time. We won't go anywhere without you know maybe give it twenty feet, so we always know. You know, stuff like that. But everybody's all like, oh, you go there, I'll go here. You know, it's not like we're at the end of the world right now. You know, but anyway, they kind of need that, I guess, for the storytelling, of course. So, but I'm really, yeah, I'm really liking it still too. Um, And uh, we'll see how it moves on. So, all right. uh, That's all I had, actually. So then my last part, did you watch anything uh, new this week? Pat, it is officially What Pat Watch Time.
1: Yeah, we watched Wakanda Forever last night. Oh, we just finished that this morning.
0: (laughs) I meant to watch it yesterday before my wife asked. I totally had planned to watch it all day. And then my wife's like, hey, she's willing to play a board game with me. So I had had to take that opportunity because I can watch Wakanda Forever anytime. (laughs) But the opportunity to play a board game with my wife only comes around occasionally so and i and i picked a board game that we played all night so i didn't get to see it so you want to give your uh take on it pat
1: i thought it was great i am surprised it didn't get as much talk you know as is i i really didn't hear much about it when it came out um
3: really
1: yeah um and i thought it was really well done it was much longer than i expected uh in fact uh your mileage may vary because valor checked out about halfway he was done he was bored oh he Uh, didn't like it at all he went to bed he said there was just boring there wasn't enough going on for him Ah. it was i thought it was extremely emotional which i wasn't expecting um but and i and i loved namor i thought i thought they logically adapted him into adapted adapted him into the marvel universe of the mcu There was a few things i don't like i don't know if they can't use atlantis because of aquaman or or what but that's that's minor he still was fairly true to the character and i thought he was pretty cool
0: okay that's good to hear
1: ty Uh, i don't know much about
2: namor so i'll just confirm what patrick said there but i thought it was okay um i enjoyed it Uh, i think it was definitely slow in some parts and the action was okay but it was very emotional. Um probably won't be something I watch again, but I'd still say it's a decent movie.
0: Okay. What Maddie think?
2: The same opinion.
0: What Chelsea think?
1: I think she really liked it
2: too. I don't have a huge love for any of the characters in it, but of course it's MCU and you know other things can tie along, so it's something I feel like I had to watch, but
0: it's yeah, oh yeah, definitely. that I am
2: particularly loved.
0: Well, that's that's awesome. I yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up watching it today actually. So we'll have one last review uh in 2 weeks. I'll uh, I'll tell Mike he needs to watch it so then we can give one last double review.
2: Did you watch anything else? I don't think so. Ty, you watch anything? Uh I did, but I'd have to consult Maddie on what that was cuz my memory sucks. We definitely watched something else big this week. So you just in general
0: know that you watched something else big, but you have no clue what it was.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. Give me two seconds.
1: All right. He's using a high-tech intercom to contact his other sources.
2: I'm an idiot because we just talked about it for the past 30 minutes. We watched The Last of Us. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we covered that. All right, so
0: yeah, that's it. That's it for me on uh what I watched cuz literally with uh I didn't have I don't have much because of Avenue 5. I binged. I was enjoying it so much. I binged both seasons all week. So
2: That's how much I like it. I'm liking Last of Us so much that it's going to be uh Sunday night at 9 we watch are watching every week. Hold on a second, Ty. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I was liking Last of Us so much that I think well, I'll be looking forward to watching it every Sunday night. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: Awesome. Oh, and you know what I did find, and I'm definitely going to watch this. It was actually, I was planning on watching three things Yesterday. Uh, uh, Wakanda Forever, that I found the Nicolas Cage uh, movie. What's it called again?
1: Unbearable weight of massive talent.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I found that, so I was going to watch that. And then uh, then I was going to finish Peripheral. But (laughs) yeah, all that went to the wayside because of the Pandemic game. I'll review Pandemic real quick. Pandemic's a great game. Check it out if you haven't played it. And if if I have my say, both y'all are gonna play with me at some point. All right, I want to I want to add something else real quick here. It isn't what Kevin watched anymore, but uh, this is a good opportunity to put to input this. <laughs> Ty, did you lose something. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> hey Ty, this I wanted to talk to you about this. We're trying to be professional here when you get up and you're going to walk around and put your comics away you should at least like stop your camera or something anyway marvel snap came out with the uh friendly battle yeah mode this week and this is one thing i was trying to say to you before the show ty i'm glad i didn't actually so i can talk about it now i was talking about how much I love this game so much that I was trying to figure some way to make a tabletop version of it. They'll probably do that anyway. It's such a great idea, in my opinion. But uh, but now with this friendly mode, I was like, that's not even necessary. We can literally just sit at the table together and be sitting across from each other. And yeah. why need you know why is tabletop needed anymore? I can literally just play it on my phone. Obviously, distance, which is great but I think it'll actually be a lot of fun if we're literally standing there together playing each other too. Yeah, right? I
2: like how they incorporated it into that battle thing. So it's not just a one quick one and then you got to load back in. Why don't you guys give a
1: quick overview of how it works?
2: So there, each each player has 10 points of life. Well, hold on,
0: start with this. So you hit, you hit the mode select and go to friendly battle. And then if you hit that, it gives you a code. Oh, So then you need to send the code to whoever you want to battle and then they have to enter that code in the battle mode on their app. So that's how it connects you to. Yeah. So anyway
2: then go on uh, Ty. Uh, so yeah each player has ten points of life and you obviously play the, you play the game like normal still but instead of cubes for rank Uh, The cubes on the table represent how much life you're going to take away from the opponent. So you can snap at the same, you know, snap to four, the opponent also snaps, it goes to eight. But whoever wins, it takes that many points off their life and you can still retreat to lose a little bit less life if you think you're going to lose. So it's pretty simple, but it works, it works very well as Clover.
0: Yeah. Does that make sense, Pat?
2: Yeah. how, How do the, how
1: does the deck, how do your decks work? Oh, and yeah, you
2: use the same deck the whole time and then you pick it before you go into the match the way you connected like that's it.
0: which was the frustrating part for me which it's fine I don't hate that aspect it's pretty cool what that you can't change your deck in between matches cuz it lasts however many matches it takes right. to get the 10 cube 10 cubes of life from them so but every match you use the same deck you can't leave and then change your deck and come back mm mm-hmm. mhm um i didn't even try to do that but i don't even know if it's possible that you can i'd I assume there obviously is but i guess you just lose at that point right ty
2: what if you wanted to change your deck yeah i think you'd be just leaving the game
0: you yeah you would just lose okay but yeah so what happened is i think we played five matches yeah and i crushed the first two well, i think i crushed one of those two and then the other one was close but i won still and then tyler ran the table on me pretty bad for the next i think we paid yeah like i said five so he won three in a row and uh the problem was my deck was nothing to stack up against like if yeah. like it'd be interesting if you could change the deck in the, in the middle of matches because you know he was playing yeah, that, we'll,
3: huh?
2: i think it'd be a good element to be able to change because obviously it'd be uh, like a game game plan for both sides you know you might pick something that would counter what i'm currently using but if i know you're changing your deck i'm obviously gonna move mine and you know
0: yeah because i have a zola counter deck but i wasn't playing it so i'm
2: excited i want to play you again today because i have a deck that does something that i think you haven't seen yet okay and because i can't pull it off in a public match because everybody counters it but i don't think you know about it so i want to be able to use it Okay, I can't wait to see it myself. But
0: yeah, so I think what happened, Pat. The only reason I beat him in the first two matches is because Ty said he he didn't get his Zola. Do You know what Zola does? Yeah. He he, yeah. he he didn't pull those the first two matches, but as soon as he kept pulling them, I had nothing to stop them. He just but played. he's got he's
2: got Juggernaut, which can move the card you play. So he's got a counter to my play. So the first two games I just couldn't draw mine and then the last three games I drew my I drew my combo but he couldn't draw his counter so you know it's you know it's yeah, always or like, or if I had him games.
0: you you had a priority so you were able to pull it off before I was able to do it anyway. Yeah. Right. yeah. But that's why this game is so great. No matter what happens there's so many factors. It's so ridiculously unpredictable,
2: <laughs> you know. You know, one but thing anyway. I think about is uh Priority on turns, you know, it's random. Mm-hmm. I think they should make it not random. If like if you're if you currently have the least amount of power on the board, you should reveal first and or vice versa. Something like that. Because there's so many matches that I would have won eight cubes, you know, if I revealed first, because that's such a big factor in the game. So I think if there was a way to implement strategizing along the game to make sure you have priority or don't if you don't if you want it second towards the end i think mm, it might, i see what more you're saying
3: oh, okay
0: so if you know what makes it one way or the other you could actually revolve your gameplay around that factor as well that's interesting yeah because yeah. there's
2: there's been a million games that have been decided solely off who had priority first or second yeah absolutely yeah and it, it randomly it's not even a you go first, and then you go first, and then you go first. It's always random as to who goes first every round. I wondered. Yeah, I didn't know that. I I looked for a pattern, but it's sometimes they'll reveal three times in a row, and then I'll reveal first once, and then they'll get it again for the rest of the game. There's, there's, it's always random.
0: Yep, yep. But it definitely changes what I do. That's for sure. If I yeah, have for sure. People, sometimes I
2: forget to pay attention to it because I'm so confident I'm gonna win, and then I realize, oh crap. My Zola didn't come out first, so right. he destroyed my plan, you know. Right. My two strategies
0: with Zola are not only juggernaut, but also uh to put a shield on your biggest character just so you can't destroy him, you know. So. Right. So where are you at with uh Snap Pat? Uh
1: I'm still enjoying it. I mean, I'm I I can tell just by the way you guys are talking that I'm nowhere on your level, you know. I I it's sort of like the chess thing. I can't, I can't think that far in advance, Um, but yeah, it's, it's still fun. And a lot of times I, you know, I think I'm going to win. I'm like, how the heck did you guys do this? You know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I definitely want to, I, I definitely want to play a game against you. And I, and what I was thinking we could do, and this is something I mentioned that you, I think you actually brought it up first. You're like, I wonder how it's going to regulate your power level. Yeah. And I was like, you just gotta, I'd assume you just probably have to do it yourself, which I think that's just what the idea is, which I'm fine with that. Basically, you know, I guess it it would kind of work against you if I know what you've got. But, you know, if you want to tell me what you got, and then I'd, I could create a deck out of something you have too, or whatever, you know. So, you know,
2: (laughs) well, I tried to suck Maddie back into it, saying, you should play this against me. And then obviously the I'm um, farther along factor. Be like, well, we'll just use the same deck, and then whoever plays it better, you know,
0: whatever. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly.
2: Something like that. Just a way to learn the things because that's
0: the thing. There's so many, even the bad cards. All and there's no such thing. Basically, there's no bad cards. Obviously, there's cards that are better than others. That's but debatable. What's a bad card? Angel. That's not a bad. You know how many times Angel screwed me? Zero. Especially when, you know, people have, uh, you know, Winter Soldier. They got Bucky and it turns to Winter okay. Soldier. And well, to your point,
2: every card could possibly win a game. Yes. But the power levels are so far apart between some cards. Angel is on the bad spectrum. But no card has an absolute zero ability to win. But Angel's still a bad card.
0: Okay, I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> i love when angel pops in angel pops in pat in case you don't know angel pops in if any car if any of your cards are destroyed on the board if he's in your deck he'll just fly in and land <laughs> it's pretty cool it's a good it's a good uh you know thematic thing for me it's as a well beginner card. card yeah 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 i don't have him in any of my decks but <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> and i guess that's the point is you're obviously limited to 12 cards, and you know, he's just with everything I got now, he isn't in the top 12 for any deck. <laughs> Man, I just got Magneto, I just got, which was awesome. I was waiting for him forever. He's already won me a ton of games.
1: He can and really then, ruin uh, your plans, huh? He can really spoil your plans. Oh,
2: yeah, it's like
0: <laughs> I love a kingpin, uh, Magneto turn six play. Love that,
2: yeah, that is good, yeah i just finished series three yeah me too actually i finished it as well you have every series three card
0: oh no no i'm not not series three season it's season three right uh yeah i just finished all the every single whatever in the season Mm -hmm. and then the season's ending now what's it called What,
2: what words am i looking for do you know it's like Savage Savage Land. Wait, what do you mean? What words you looking for? It is season. Three.
0: How it how it comes up with uh you know the chapters? The, yeah, yeah, the chapters. Every single chapter. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, but you've got every card in series three now.
2: Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. How do you, you know just that? Got, uh, how do I know? Yeah. Like is um, I card? actually haven't looked at the full deck list of series three and done a checklist or anything like that. But I, uh, in my shop, no Series 3 cards oh. pop up anymore. Okay. And when you finish Series 3, you know how you get like 100 collector's tokens from a reserve? When you finish Series 3 and you open collector's tokens, it'll give you 200 to 600. But only when you finish those, when only once you obtained all the Series 3 cards, you'll get more collector's tokens for reserves. That's my biggest clue, but I kind of knew Agatha was going to be my last unlock because she because she was actually my first clue on it was Agatha was in my shop for like five refreshes in a row. So I had a feeling she was my last card, so I didn't want to waste a thousand collector's tokens on it because I knew she would be my next series three pull, And she was. And then I started getting more collector's tokens. So,
0: Have you played her? No. Yeah, is, is does she play smart? That's does anybody I don't know?
2: Think so. Can't tell you. I have I have to experiment with experiment with it myself. But I've definitely seen people complain about dumb decisions she makes. Yeah, I think she makes stupid decisions.
0: Uh, okay, I thought she would be like the uh, opposite of ego because ego definitely makes dumb. <laughs> ego literally put stuff where. Yeah, ego,
2: ego is literally programmed to. Pick a card from your hand that's playable and throw it in a random spot. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> so it's random all
1: the time. It doesn't. You just got to get lucky to win with ego.
0: Yeah,
2: ego
1: hasn't popped up in as many of my games, but Agatha has been there probably a half a dozen times.
0: Oh yeah,
1: ego
2: is ego is one of the two rarest locations. Okay, because they all have higher or lower appearance rates. Like ego and world ship are like two percent appearance rate mm. or something like that. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, uh, every time I see Ego, though, ego though,
2: to make it fun, though, I'll snap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> online, the, like on Reddit, the community standard is to always snap when you see Ego. But yeah. I've played Ego like probably six or seven times, and everybody always retreats.
0: Well, that's why, that's part of the reason I snap. One, it's fun, you never know. And mm-hmm. then two, yeah, majority of people retreat, it seems. So you yeah. get two instead of one as long as that you know it wasn't the first zone of course
2: yeah i saw i saw a video of uh, ego came up for this player and the opponent played a black widow and then the location was when you play a card here to add a copy to your hand and he played the widow's bite on that location so i put another one in his hand <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of stupid stuff. And what I was bite, Patrick, is you can't draw any cards when this card Please, is in your hand. To get rid of yeah. It, yeah. So you yeah. kept putting it back in this. Just... <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Apparently, we need to have a complete Marvel Snap episode. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I could talk about it for a real long time. Yeah. And, and especially we get to play in some games and we can talk about the games. I watch a lot of Snap videos, too, because obviously the game shorts uh, is short, so... The snap videos are pretty short. Obviously, they have the long ones out there analyzing deck builds and stuff too, but I like the the video shorts that'll just show like an epic moment in a snap game or whatever at the end. It's pretty fun. You know, I like it.
2: Uh, Baron Mordo sucks. Uh,
0: really? <laughs> um, so he uh, makes you draw a card and it gives it six power. That's what it is, right?
2: It sets the cost of six.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or not six power. Yeah, it sets the cost of six. Yeah. That
2: could be good. Not really. Why? Because we play him on turn 2, right? Yeah. Or later. Someone and, someone pulls out my Zabu
0: with and makes it a 6, I'm screwed. Right,
2: but you'll still there's still a high chance that they that it's a card that they'll play on turn 6 cuz turn 6 isn't exclusive to six cost cards. And I think more, it's its a thing about more often than not, it helps your opponent because it helps them get through their deck. And then if you the card you make them draw, they don't want to play in this game anyways. Or you okay. could just make them draw a five or six cost card they're planning on playing turn six anyways, and they get more cards before that. So the statistics are, I've seen a lot of people arguing about this on Reddit, so I'm getting a lot of my information here.
0: You're making a lot of sense it's, to me. I'm actually... Agreeing with you more than I was the Angel card.
2: Yeah, so it obviously could, you know, like if I'm trying to pull off a Carnage early, you know, it might screw me there. But at the same time, you know, it's getting me through my deck faster because I drew an extra card. So I'm getting more later, you know, so but more often than not, the statistics are Baron Mordo helps your opponent. Hmm.
0: Okay, I I agree with that. Angel is better than Baron Mordo, at least got it.
2: And I always play on Taskmaster on turn six anyway, so that wouldn't even matter. And now I get one more card. <laughs> right. Okay.
0: So enough of Marvel. stuff. <coughs> now we're going to move into where you get to shine, Tyler. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, Let me do this first for you, Ty. I'm assuming when you weren't paying attention to the show, you were doing your homework to uh, let us know about the artists on these covers this week, right? Yep. All right. Here we go. What we got, Ty, on the screen?
2: All right. We got Hidden Empire. The artist is Rachel Rosenberg. We got the Flash, and that's Serg Acuna. Batman is Derek Chess. ASM is Scott Hanna. Storm is Sunny Go. Uh, I actually couldn't find the artist on Red Winter, um, or the cover artist, and the Darth Vader is Raza. That's it. No last name. Right. Red Goblin is John Bazaldúa. Okay. Moon Girl is Rain Beredo, and Daredevil is Marco Chichel. Ch- Chichelto. Chichetto. Chichelto.
0: Chichetto. Yeah, I think I the L Right,
1: Matt. It's Chichetto. Yeah. Oh, well, I think a lot of those. Maybe you are picking up the anchor. It doesn't matter. Like, like the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> right. The Amazing there were, Spider-Man. There
2: were quite a few with like four cover artists. Yeah, so I yeah, picked yeah. the Top one.
1: Yeah, so like the Amazing Spider-Man, that's John Rita Jr. Just off the top of my head, there that I can see. Scott is the anchor. Do
0: you understand okay. that, Ty?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So anyway, and then also too to tell everyone, these uh, these are what Tyler just described as the ten covers coming out uh, this coming Wednesday, February eighth, two thousand twenty-three. Uh, and uh, these are the ten covers that the Acceler Group and our families voted on to pick our favorite three of the week. But these ten covers uh, were picked by Tyler. He uh, did an awesome job picking ten covers and filling in for Mike. And uh, yeah, even though maybe some of those are wrong, Ty, good job on your research for the for the artists. All right, so I'm, I'm looking at the thing here, and I only got first and third. I don't have second in there.
1: Should be there.
0: Oh, there it is. It was way at the bottom still. I got it. Hmm. All right, Tyler, so then basically... Once you say who it is, what the winner is, I'll put it or you know start with third place, then I'll put it up as soon as you say it.
2: Okay. In third place, we have Daredevil. Nice. With six votes, seven votes.
0: Nice, and that was the Chichetto. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay.
2: And then we have Amazing Spider-Man. Nice. With seven.
0: we know that's John Romita Jr. So so this the, these are the two that were tied, right? Yes. So the tiebreaker was picked by
2: your lovely girlfriend, right? Uh no, there was a three way tie for second. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so before we get to number one, oh no, we'll do number one and then you can tell us who, who uh it essentially should have been in the top three, but didn't make it because Maddie kicked them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, what we got for number one?
1: Number one is Batman.
2: Nice. I could have predicted this. And, and nobody me. picked all three.
0: Uh, yeah, I didn't pick the Daredevil. I picked uh, I picked the Batman and the Amazing. Right.
2: Uh, where are
1: you at here? Yeah. Would you pick Pat? I picked uh, Daredevil, Amazing Spider-Man, and Storm. Ah. This Batman falls into the enough of the Batman on the Gargoyle category. <laughs> But we never got sort of back around to that. I, I don't think I ever got to talk about that when I, for my Batman Beyond cover for the last cover, of Combat. It was Batman Beyond
3: uh-huh. on
1: a Joker gargoyle. And that was Dave Johnson was the cover artist because he. that's one of the things that he always gets on is can everybody just stop putting Batman on a gargoyle? So he switched, <laughs> it, up. He switched it up and put Batman on a Joker gargoyle
0: okay i can't honestly say i remember that but that does sound that sounds fun and clever
2: i never thought about that but definitely i've seen it a lot
0: yeah that's i'm not cool. over it i still like it and 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 i i guess basically it's not too much for me because i'm always like yeah that's i always kind of like, like a that.
2: ghost rider cover riding the bike across the center throwing his whip out you know <laughs> yeah exactly that.
1: It's getting kind of up. It's almost to uh, throne levels for me, you know.
0: (laughs) Okay.
1: What is this gargoyle made out of? Solid gold or what's going on? (laughs) It's bronze. I could say it's bronze. I thought of that too. (laughs) (laughs) I think the Gotham underworld would be uh, melting that thing down. Uh, So what what was the uh,
0: one that got kicked by Mads? Red Goblin. The Red Goblin? Yeah, I like that one a lot, too. I think that's actually the third one I voted for, actually.
2: Yep. Um, yeah, I'm excited to get that this week. Huh? I'm excited to get that this week. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where to start reading because I'm starting to do it more. And I read yeah. Dark Web. and uh, But obviously, throughout the book, there's references... And uh, there's multiple things that have happened in recent books like Venom and Amazing Spider-Man that I obviously missed, kind of like a spoiler for the future already. So I just need to start from the earliest point I started buying and then read up.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the only advice I've got is that don't don't let it overwhelm you because then if you if you jump in anywhere and just start reading, it'll eventually you'll you'll be experiencing all those things that you wish you would have done before, but just in current continuity, obviously. And uh, it won't take any time at all, you know, so. But it's tough. Uh, And it was funny, uh, Johnny mentioned how many ninjas you had in your books. Did did you see that comment?
2: Yeah, I didn't didn't see that. Uh, The Daredevil and Amazing Spider-Man is full of ninjas. Yep. And uh, isn't there another one?
0: Uh, can't see them all individually, but yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ninjas and daredevils in them. I thought there was one of the third ones had a uh, ninja or something on it too. Uh, I can't. I guess not. There's only Moon. one
2: that received no votes. Let me guess. Uh, Red winner. Nope. Flash. Nope.
0: What? Which one? Moon Girl. Oh, really? I thought that cover was cool. Yeah. Obviously not cool enough to vote for it, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I threw Red Winter in there. I liked it a lot, and I wanted to make sure I didn't just get, you know, popular titles. <laughs> and talking about Snap again,
0: <laughs> I didn't care for Moon, Do- Moon Girl or, uh, what is it, Red Dinosaur? That much at all. Devil until. Devil Dinosaur, yeah, I never knew
2: about them. It snap made me almost want to subscribe to that, but I uh, <laughs>
0: exactly I
2: a little sneak peek, and I think exactly. like you know sometimes if I'm thinking about buying a book, I'll look through a few pages, and I think it's that's a little kitty. I think it's not my my taste.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've got a few uh, key issues of that, like first appearances and stuff, but you know, I've never read one. But they're cool cards in Snap, but great job, uh, Tyler. Really appreciate you filling in, good not only being here, but making pick three happen in general.
2: Uh, thanks for the responsibility because it caused me to use this Thunder Mifflin book I've had sitting around for a year now and I haven't touched.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, okay, good. Now, now, And now you're practiced. So you can officially naturally in your natural habitat
2: uh-huh. fill
0: in as the collectible of the horizons collectibles on the horizon because that, that's what you're about. And, but now yeah. you can also fill in for pick three,
2: right?
0: So now all you need to do is learn how to run the show and work everything on uh stream so that when yeah. I'm not, and you need to watch a bunch of stuff. So when I'm not on the show, you can fill in for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, but that brings us to the next amazing segment comic book reviews. Uh, is everybody ready for this? Yes. Yes. All right, here we go. You know, I wish I could just on the fly. I was I had the technology and the time and the knowledge, whatever, to like make a change like really fast to where you could be in that uh Tyler, but you know, you're not in there. But I'll go first. Uh I'm continuing uh my journey of reading through Batman the world. Again, uh, if you didn't check us out last week, this is a one-shot hardcover. I don't know if there's been subsequent printings in soft cover or not, but this is a one-shot hardcover, 14 short stories written by 14 writers and, and uh, artists from around the world, and uh, I think that's pretty interesting. I reviewed the first seven last week, and I was planning on getting through the the Next seven, but it, but alas, Avenue Five was too good, so I only read two. Uh, and uh, the next two that I read, uh, one uh, takes place in Turkey, and um, you know, this might I, I think I've said this before about other things, and it's just because I'm not. As red as I'd like to be, uh, this might be a key issue regarding this story that takes place in Turkey. So, uh, Batman, as you can imagine, has to go to Turkey to solve uh, this mysterious crime that took place in Gotham. That, with his investigation, he was uh, he he trailed he tracked it back to culprits in Turkey. And, uh, without, you know, without getting too deep in the weeds as to going through the whole story, this is where I'm bringing up the, uh, this might be a key issue thing. Have you ever heard of dawn and dusk, Patrick?
1: Uh, I think they make like, uh, automatic light timers that use that feature.
0: <laughs> no. Oh,
1: okay. Then no. <laughs>
0: They are these like twin ninja girls. They have like these, they have like, it seems almost like flash abilities or I can't tell I, with the way the pictures were drawn, I couldn't really tell whether the artist was trying to portray speed or kind of agility, which, and, and what they can do that's kind of special is it's kind of a, you know, how you double jump. Uh, in video games where you have to jump once and then you're in the air and you jump again right these girls can do stuff like that like they're in the air and without having anything else to utilize to do more moves they can just kind of switch direction and do moves in the air you know so i think that's their (laughs) ability (laughs) but they were cool looking they looked like ninjas um, but I, and I never heard of them. So I figured maybe this is the first appearance of Dawn and dust. They were kind of cool. I could see them. Uh, if someone grabbed onto them and made them uh, regular bat villains, that'd be pretty interesting for me. And then also too, and I guess this is a little bit of a spoiler. Well, uh, it ends up the, uh, big enemy in this is the court of owls. Um, but, but again, with this maybe being a key, I don't know. Uh, you tell me, Pat, uh,
1: yeah, it seems like a lot of these stories, you know, because they're using creators from, you know, different parts of the world, they can introduce new characters. So there could be a lot of new characters yeah. they could potentially use in the future.
0: Yeah. Uh, but again, spoiler alert, this is uh, this whole adventure is a ruse. <laughs> There's nothing going on in Turkey. There is a court that the Court of the Owls has used in Turkey. They're called the Court of the Eagles. And they all wear eagle masks. And their job was just to get Batman to Turkey. So the Court of the Owls could do what they want in Gotham. <laughs> so it was pretty interesting. You know, I, I, I think it was I, I liked it. Um, and then the next one took place in Poland. And again, all kinds of... Uh, different culture things in this one that I don't know whether are, uh, true or not, but I would, uh, I'd like to know. So I'm gonna have to do my research on it, <coughs> I guess. Uh, but it talks about a lot of statistics with, uh, Poland's crime, I guess, like Poland for a uh, Warsaw and Poland has like the lowest crime on the planet per capita or something like that. And Batman investigates how that can be, um, and he discovers this amazing crime fighter from Warsaw that she essentially, all she does is she uses technology to track crime to such an extent that she will report a crime is going to happen here and send the evidence to the police to where they essentially go there before it happens. And so it doesn't happen. (laughs) Like, you know, like she'll find out that these bad guys are gonna rob this one bank here. And she tells the cops, so then the cops go to that bank. So then they don't, the cops don't have to do anything. They're just, it's them there that makes it not happen. So it's stuff like that, that it's pretty interesting. She uses this technology this way so Batman goes to Warsaw to, um, try to use, you know, cause he'd love to utilize it the way she uses it. So he wants to learn and essentially buy it. And she goes there or he goes there as Bruce Wayne, obviously, and, and just tries to buy her company out or buy the technology or, you know, merge or something She wants nothing to do with it. She tells him no flat out. She thinks Batman's horrible. He's the kind of polar opposite of her uh, mentality as far as fighting crime is concerned. She's trying to prevent it. She's not trying to fight it once it's here. And she thinks Batman provokes more crime by just being the way he is. And uh, so she says, "I I want nothing to do with you. I want nothing to do with Gotham. Get out of my city. <laughs> you know, she is really rude about it too. She is not nice. And, uh, but then, spoiler alert, she is in the midst of foiling a crime. And guess what? Do you want to take a guess? Anybody? No? Okay. So, Batman, I mean, uh, not Batman, the bad guys find her. And they're just about to kill her, to stop her. But of course, guess who was there to save her life? Anybody? Class? Batman, Batman. yes.
1: Oh, Batman, that guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just so happens, that, you know, of course, this is when Bruce Wayne goes there to try to do this business deal with her. She wants nothing to do with it. But of course, that night, she gets found by the bad guys. Batman's still there, so, or Bruce is still there, and he dons Batman to save her life. But then, and then guess what happens? He does. Well, yeah, he saves her life, but then after that, she starts singing a different tune. (laughs) She decides she wants to merge now (laughs) that it's not so bad to have Batman on your side. So. It was pretty interesting, again, as well. I, I, I liked I liked both these stories a lot. And again, there's a lot of, uh, you know, different cultural references, which love learning about all that stuff as well. Uh, and again, I you know, I need to research as as how, as to how legit all of them are. Um, but if they're totally 100% true, obviously, it'd be that much cooler to me. So, continuing my big recommend for this book... Enjoyed these two stories. Out of the first nine stories now, there's only one that I didn't care for much. Um, all the rest were really good, in my opinion. So check it out. Batman the World. All right, Sounds Pat, you're about- up next.
1: What you all got? Right. So... <clears throat> This week, I read a the collected hardcover edition of Spider Man Life Story. Oh by, man, did
0: you get this? Is, is this brand new? This just this just come out the the collected edition.
1: Um, I'd say it probably came out during this last summer. You know, it's it's oh, really? probably six months old. Yeah,
0: I want to get this because I I was getting them, but I missed a couple. Okay. So I was planning on getting those, but I didn't even, I, my, my mind never goes to collected editions like this, but this would be perfect for me on this one because, yeah, I, I, I was loving this. So anyway.
1: Yeah, so this collects uh, Spider-Man Life Story by Chip Zdarsky and Mark Bagley. Bagley. I always said Bagley, but I think it's actually Bagley. Um, uh, it collects issues one through six, and then they put out an annual about a year, six months to a year after the initial series was released. Uh, It's kind of funny because in between that time they solicited this hardcover collection, I passed on the individual issues, ordered the hardcover. Then the annual came out and I was like, well, dang, I have to get the annual because it's not going to be in the collection. Well, they ended up, they ended up canceling the release of the hardcover. And that gave them enough time that they did put the annual in there. So everything's everything's in there.
3: Oh, cool. Okay, good, I, good.
1: Now I also have an extra copy of the annual. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to go into too many spoilers. I'm just going to give a broad overview of this series because if you are the least bit interested, if you're a longtime Spider-Man reader, um, get this. It is It is very well done. Um, and I, there's a lot of cool surprises that I don't want to spoil, and I'm just going to give like an overview of the what the uh, breakdown of the issues uh, it entails. But okay. basically, the the whole premise behind this is what if a writer tossed out Marvel time, whereas you know they don't do the cheats um, where Franklin Richards is still a little ba- little child everybody ages in real time here, starting from their origin point in the sixties. So for example, here, issue number one takes place in the sixties where Spider-Man is just, uh, probably graduating and getting out of high school. And it deals a lot with Vietnam. And if superheroes should have, uh, got themselves involved in Vietnam, it also deals with the green goblin, um, and as you'll see, there's there's many because they're telling things in real time. There's a lot of twists and turns that time sort of collapses in on itself and things are more, you know, sort of bunched up and overlapping. And it, it just makes for a, a very interesting experiment, I'd say. And I think they may have done uh, other life stories. I'm not sure. I, I, I went, yeah. meant to go back and they did.
0: Yeah. Fantastic Four. I know
1: for sure. Yeah, you'd think I'd have that one, but I don't. Um, <laughs> I might have to check that one out. Yeah. So, uh, issue two takes place in the 70s that mainly deals with the Black Goblin, was Harry Harry, uh, Harry Osborne, Norman's son. And it also deals with aspects of the original clone story from the 70s. Um, the Issue three is the 80s, which deals with Secret Wars... And that's pretty cool because basically, excuse me, basically uh, they're using you know they're they're overlapping the Cold War with Russia with the timing of the Secret Wars and when the heroes were all heroes and villains were stolen away for the Secret Wars, Russia took that as an opportunity to attack. Um, so you, they're 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 sort of you know they're using comic book history and. Real world history that happened at the time, sort of mashing it up, and then, you know, to, to it, it, you know, and the, just the story, it makes sense. It's, it plays out pretty, pretty neat. Yeah. Um, the, the 80s also deals with Craven's Last Hunt when Craven wanted to kill Spider Man.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: also because they were uh, taken away for the Secret Wars, it also deals with, you know, the symbiote. Um, all too pr- interesting effect, I, I have to say. There you uh, go, Ty. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, Tyler. You, you, even if you you don't go way back, starting with the '80s, they're dealing with Venom, and aspects of Venom, so it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, the I 90s,
2: Spider-Man as well. So yeah. I
1: do. Uh, the next issue is the '90s that deals with the Clone Saga once again. You know, when Ben Riley uh, started coming to the forefront and he was scarlet spider and all that but here it's it's all twisted up uh it's doc ock who uh at one point was a good guy now he's sort of uh reverting back to his evil ways and also deals with the green goblin once again who's uh, released from prison uh the Ots deal with the civil war storyline and Morlun, who's a relatively new spider-man villain um and then issue 6 was the 2010s um and because of silver war, the civil war going on with the heroes all fighting each other uh Dr. Doom took that as an opportunity to sort of conquer the world it seems and this issue 10 is Spider-Man uh trying to it it, you know at the end of his career take you you have to keep in mind he's been aging as the decades go by so he's in this you know mid to late 60s at this point and he's trying to make one last stand to try to thwart uh dr Doom's plans and this also uh, uses aspects from dan Slott's superior spider-man where uh doc ock took over the body of peter parker uh they there's a, a just like any everything else in this series there's a twist on that too and uh the annual wraps it up uh the annual uh it's sort of neat because j jonah jameson was sort of i don't even know if he was really mentioned that much throughout Uh, the the initial series, but this is all about him. It's focused exclusively on J. Jonah Jameson throughout the decades and his, you know, his impact and on Spider-Man and Spider-Man's impact on him. But this is a, uh, if if you're a Spider-Man fan, it's a get it. I think you enjoy it. It's a, it's a unique twist on, you know, (laughs) what you think, you know, Um, the, the only, and this is just a matter of taste. You know, I know Mark Bagley isn't everybody's cup of tea. Uh, There's some good, really good stuff in here, but there's also some of the usual Mark Bagley wonkiness that if you don't care for him, it's probably going to, you know, you're probably going to notice it and you won't like it that much, but it's, it's solid overall. I I will say that. Um, Okay. And I think it makes a nice collection because, you know, it's a, does not yeah. in continuity. It's just all self-contained and um, makes for a really nice hardcover collection. So yeah, uh, it, 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 it. I think if they would have had a different artist on it, I will say, I say a different artist. But Mark Bagley is so tied to Spider-Man, he through he's drawn Spider-Man throughout so many decades in real time Marvel that he was probably a good choice for this. Yeah, um, it made sense. Okay. But, yeah, but. You know, maybe if a different artist, that more to my taste, would have drawn this series, it could have really pushed it up to a must-have. But it's definitely a get-it for. I, I would say for anybody, they they will find something to enjoy here.
0: Well, I got a couple questions for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is that a slipcover? Is is... Does it the... does have a dust jacket? Yes. And what's underneath the dust is it the same picture. It is not the same picture. I actually have it right here. Let me see. Why do you
0: ask? Because that's one thing that I feel has kind of dropped the ball on this cover here. I mean, oh, yeah, let me hold on a second. Let me make you big here. Put that up again now? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I actually like that one better, and that, that's what I was gonna say is man, that was one thing I loved about um the uh the single issues was the covers, which that one goes a little bit more in line with those kind of covers, yeah. So I feel like that, that dust jacket. Cover kind of drops the ball on that a little bit, you know. I love are the covers inside? Does the covers show yeah, they, uh, they are separate um, the stories in the book?
1: I, I think they're just in a gallery in the back. Oh, okay, oh, okay, and they if and they show all the alternate covers, the variant covers.
0: Uh, okay, oh, that's cool too. Okay,
1: yeah, that's that's always a bonus that's kind of nice about when you get these nice hardcover collections, is they do yeah. have, usually have all the covers in the back yeah
0: yeah I definitely it's want kind of, to track that down yeah yeah
1: it's kind of hard to hold this up and sh- and open it and show you right yeah, right
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: have some uh cool bonus features in the back too
0: nice
1: the back's just plain got you so um
0: so yeah I think it kind of drops the ball on that but then also too the annual. Okay, so two questions with that. One, so the annual is just J. Jonah, and it's everything from the 60s to modern day, basically in one story? What's
1: yeah, it sort one? of picks it picks from all the different eras, yeah.
0: Okay. And then lastly, why is it an annual?
2: It's a six-issue limited series. You know what I'm saying? What's the understand? deal with yeah. annuals? What? What's the deal with annuals?
0: Well, they usually have an annual once a year.
2: Right, but like, what's the
1: purpose of them?
0: It's just a separate kind of story, you know. Yeah, it's. it's
1: yeah, different. I'm not sure why they called it an annual. They could just call it, they just could have called it a one shot or a. You yeah, know.
2: <laughs> that's what I thought was kind of silly about it. It's like
1: <clears throat> I didn't know if they had anything to do with the current run at the
2: time, or if it was just like its own book, randomly.
0: Yeah, so he said it's his own book. Yeah, Ever it's, yeah, every, you
1: know. the the six issues plus the annual are all they're all off on their own.
0: That's what makes it funny to me. It's like six issues and then an annual. It's only six <laughs> issues. But Anyway, that's just another goofy observation. But anyway, that's awesome though. I'm excited to uh, to read that. Like I, I think I read the first two, and then something happened. Whatever dropped off completely, and then I went to try to check them out again, and then I think I missed three and four. <laughs> so I need. Yeah, to- the, the
1: the the Venom stuff in there is is good. I think Venom fans would like it. There's, there's not a lot. I, I will say that. But for what it is, I think it's uh, an interesting twist. And uh, I don't want to give yeah. away anything. But there, it's yeah, it pays off pretty well. Gotcha.
0: All right, awesome. All right, Ty, we're rolling with good book recommendations. What do you got?
2: Uh, I got Dark Web. Where's your graphic? Well, I don't know. Where is it? You should have known what I read. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You got it there beside um, you? Uh, no, it's in my box. No. I mean, I could grab it if you want me to. Well,
0: I'm just going to make you big, and then you can show people. All right. Is this going to take long?
2: No. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm no, organized. Yeah. I know where my stuff is.
0: Oh, nice. Dark web number one.
1: That's Kevin Very voted nice. for that cover, I, I think. Would you say? I'm sorry, Pat. You voted for that cover, didn't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know the deal with that that whole the whole thing with me and upside down and covers, Ty. No. Uh huh. All right, it's just kind of an inside thing. But anyway. Should watch every episode. It's a good show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at least he subscribed, right?
2: I mean Yeah, at least of, you're subscribed. i like the upside down this because it's just it reflects them, but it's just good and bad on the bottom.
0: I know, I know. <laughs> like I said, it's just a joke.
2: Yeah. All
0: right, so what's up with this book? Um What's the gist of the dark web? I haven't read any of them. I haven't really done my research to know what's Uh, going on. Goblin
2: Queen and Chasm are working together. And they're both pissed about how they've been treated as clones poorly. And I don't know what their main goal is, but they're basically going to get back at all the people that have done them wrong. And uh, they made a deal with Venom to help them out because Madeline said that she can get Eddie's son back. Um, and I haven't read where he went that happened in Venom 13. Um, and they're in limbo like the location. Um, and then, so Madeline's wreaking havoc on the city. Spider-Man gets involved, obviously see what's going on. And he links up with the X-Men and then, uh, Ben Riley, which is Chasm, is having like some memory loss or he he knows that his memories of Peter Parker have been stolen from like his portion of memories that belong to Peter Parker have been stolen. And then he's going after Norman Osborn once he starts to remember who he is from Peter Parker's side. And then he fights, fights him as the gold goblin. Which I think he's a clone too of Norman. It's kinda it's kinda funky, you know. I'm kinda jumping into the, there's a lot of backstory in here that I don't <clears throat> know about. But that's pretty much the gist, Madeline Pryor and So the Gold Goblin is another Norman?
0: I don't even know about the Gold Goblin yet.
2: I don't either. I haven't read it and he just made his appearance recently in Amazing Spider Man a few issues. You know, no, I know, but
0: you just said he fights him as Gold Goblin in, in this in this issue of Dark Web.
2: Yeah. Who, who's it's, he? Who is who? Gold Goblin? It's Norman Osborn. I'm okay. just I'm not sure if Norman is a clone or if it's. As far certain. as I
1: know, he is not.
2: If because if he is,
1: it's a spoiler to me,
2: Harry's clone just died, so. So that's what I wasn't sure if Norman was real or not, but gotcha. Okay. But that's the gist: is Madeline and Ben okay. Riley are mad, and they're trying to get back at people, and Venom's helping them out. But Venom's only doing it because Madeline said she can get his son back.
0: But but uh, Chasm is fighting Gold Goblin, mm-hmm. and the Goblin Queen is wreaking havoc in the city. What fighting Spider-Man?
2: She's like releasing a bunch of monsters, and then Spider Spider-Man came in briefly. That something's going on.
0: Okay, and Venom's assisting in all this because he thinks he can get his son back if he helps Goblin Queen, basically. Right. Is this a crossover event, or is this his own little uh, story?
1: I'm uh, not sure. It's a crossover. Yeah, of course. I read the first couple of Spider-Mans that started it. I, I think I might have to pick up. I, I might actually be missing what, what uh, Tyler's reviewing right now. Uh, the, the the two issues and I didn't review those two issues the Spider-Man but they were cool it was Ed McGinnis was the artist on those two issues and it was basically Spider-Man versus Venom some really cool artwork
2: yeah does that start it because I think Dark Web leaves first and then all the other Dark Webs it's in all the series came out yeah it's possible I'm not sure
1: I'm at the point where you know Spider-Man or Venom is fighting Spider-Man but Spider-Man's wonders why and. Venom kinda like leaves, he doesn't realize. They do mention the the Dylan connection, but I think that's after this because
2: Venom just made a he was he was hardly in it. He was just talking to Madeline for a few minutes, asking where his son is, and then at the end of the book he said he's gonna go after Spider Man. So Okay, yeah.
0: Does anybody know how long this is supposed to last?
2: Oh, uh, it's over actually. Just ended. Uh the finale just released last week. Or this one.
0: Oh, okay, so when did this come out?
2: Uh like three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago.
0: Okay, so it was
1: real short, huh? Yeah, it was pretty compact, I think.
2: Yeah, it was it was in a lot of different series though. There's X-Men, Spider-Man, Venom, Black Jet, Mary, or Black Cat, Mary Jane, Dark Web, and Gold Goblin had a dark web, I think.
0: Okay, so what we need to do then is once you read it all, come back and give us a review of the whole the whole thing yeah but what do you uh, what do you think of this one issue so far though
2: I recommend it it's got good setup and obviously a lot of exciting people in it awesome love some X-Men and Spider-Man
1: and Venom who was the uh, writer and artist on that Ty
2: Zeb Wells Adam Kubert Frank Martin
1: yeah
0: That sounds pretty. Is that the same team that's on um,
1: ASM? Zeb Wells is the writer, yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of uh, not sure why I didn't order that. If I if I did miss it. All right, good. Gotta gotta love uh three
0: get it's slash must haves. hmm <laughs> I I'd, I'd say yeah. I'm, uh, I'm really leaning to uh, Batman world uh, being must haves. And
1: basically, you know, with Chasm, the problem with him, you know, Tyler mentioned his memory loss. They took away the part of his memory that, with the great power comes great responsibility. He doesn't have that anymore, so that's part of the reason he's sort of going off on a rampage.
0: Oh, so he's got—he's got no moral foundation, basically. He's lost
2: that part of his memory. Yeah, gotcha. All
0: right, Maybe awesome. A
2: minute before I get through Dark Web because. Since I read Dark Web, there's a lot of snippets of previous issues, so I'm probably just going to start back at Venom number one from last year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, however, I, I don't think there's a wrong way to do it.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, I just read this one, so I'm going to keep reading. Man.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, I know it's it's tough. It's tough. So.
2: but now I know if I go back, I got this story to look forward to.
0: Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks for uh, filling in on that again, Tyler. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's,
2: uh, it's kind of, I enjoy the, how they do that. Um, what, where there was a few moments in this book where it told you to, where one of the, one of the events that they're mentioning, it had a bullet point of um, like ASM volume one, like 400. So it's yeah, like, I love <laughs>
0: when they do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I meant to tell you too, Pat, I, uh, you know, when I was reviewing, um, the all new Fantastic Four and you were asking me, cause you thought it was a reprint of the old issues or whatever. Remember that? Yeah. I, I got the three issues that it references. I haven't read it yet. I got the three issues that it references in the book though. And actually I didn't get them. I, in, in sorting my collection... I found out I had them <laughs> so, again. Like Tyler just said, there's something that now I need to go read that and then get back into reading the old New fantastic four. Um, uh, because I think, uh, my review on that was to, uh, forget it because I wasn't tracking, mo- you know, with it, with a, tented, a tentative, forget it with maybe if you know about the old ones, you might enjoy this, you know, that kind of thing. So, but anyway, Awesome. Three get-its, so get out there and get them. And now uh, you are up again, Pat. Are you ready? I'm ready. Adjusted volume on that one, too.
1: Sounds good. Our millions
0: of fans, you're
1: welcome. All right. We kind of left right. off last week uh, on Funko Pops. So we're going to start this week with Funko Pops. We have What We Do in the Shadows Pops have been announced. And they are coming out individually. And also, as, as you see here, as a five pack exclusive to Walmart and glow-in-the-dark form. Anybody else I watch this even, show?
0: Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I don't even know what, what, what We Do in the Shadows is.
1: I've watched all of that.
2: It's hilarious. You'd love it. Yes, it's, it's Actually, awesome. would Dad love it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's your humor, but I think it's hilarious. Okay. Yeah,
1: my wife my wife and I are big, huge fans of this show. It's in the movie, the original movie, too. If you haven't seen that, Ty, check that out, too.
2: I have. I watched the show and the movie.
1: Okay.
0: What's it on? Where can I watch it?
1: It's an FX show. Nah. I don't know where it's. Oh, jeez, can I can't it. remember where I watched Hulu?
2: it. It was a while
1: ago. I think it's on Hulu.
0: Okay, yeah, I have to check it out. I think you're right.
2: Um, it's just a. Uh, it's a comedy about vampires living in the modern day.
0: Is uh, Is there any big actor actresses in it that you know? I know.
1: Uh, not really there there's an office connection if you want to go that route um oh yeah the bald-headed gentleman up there oh that's creed no it's not creed
2: (laughs) that'd be interesting
1: if if it was though oh it's a small character from he's a warehouse worker yeah
0: oh 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 yeah yeah okay (laughs) i remember Mm -hmm. that guy uh I'm going to want these as soon as I see this show. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, I definitely want a
1: couple of them. <laughs> so a lot of Hasbro announcements this week. Um, we'll do some GI Joe first snow job. We'll go through these quick. Cause I got a lot of pictures to get through here. So nice. Uh, I think, you know, he's pretty cool looking. He a lot of, a lot of yeah. cool accessories. Yeah. Um, he's got a cool head sculpt. Um, Then we have a two-pack of the Steel Core, which I'm not even familiar with. Uh, Looks like, you know, sort of like an army builder type uh, situation where you could get multiples. They have multiple heads, so you could end up, you know, with potentially four different figures there. um, If you bought enough. Um, Over to the Cobra side, we have Scrap Iron, and we have a Televiper, also with three different heads there, so you could really go crazy if you wanted to <laughs> uh and then there was a uh Star Wars fan stream. So I'm glad Tyler's here. If he is still here, there's a lot of a lot of stuff. I'm sure he's probably already seen, but I he could uh jump in and comment with any of this I'm, stuff. I'm here,
2: I'm just eating, so that's why I'm turning my camera Good. Good job. Yeah,
1: good good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Remember to mute. Remember to mute when you have that urge to belch too.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: How about <laughs> um but yeah he 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 might have some uh input on some of this stuff uh and it's sort of just all over the place i'm trying to not really any rhyme or reason here but i it's the it's the 20th anniversary of clone wars this year um this is the clone commander jesse figure he's a walmart exclusive there he is out of the box
2: Nice. Uh, I don't know if you heard Pat, but thank God after this figure, they're not doing ex- exclusives anymore.
1: I did not hear that. I heard, I heard a thing about pre-orders. There's no more pre-orders anymore, which is weird.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you're you're right on that. I think I'm. My and memory messed me up. There's no more pre-orders.
1: And Hold on. And it just so happens that he is the last figure that you can pre-order. Right. I, I don't know. It's crazy.
0: Of, of just Black Series or yeah of, of all the Black Series
1: yeah Black I don't Series know. I don't know about anything else yeah yeah I should also say that this is coming on the heels a uh, little bit of a news item that Hasbro laid off 15% of their worldwide workforce this week wow they blamed it on poor holiday sales of toys Mean poor quality of toys and, <laughs> and high prices not being able to see what's in the box. Yeah, I think yeah, that's the a, big, biggest mistake they've ever made. Yeah. There's a multitude of reasons that could possibly play into that. There's multiple um, like sets of figures that were all,
2: you know, normal boxes with the plastic. Can you see the figure? But then the last two last one or two figures in the set, you know, like Republic command was the last guy is just uh a paper box with no, you can't see the yeah, ruins that, the I, collectors. I,
1: I could definitely see where that would be disappointing for people that keep things, uh, you know, mitten box. Yeah. Because uh, that happened. Like three of the Republic Commandos are plastic windows, but the last one is just a paper picture. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's an example of the all cardboard packaging right there. Um, This is a. Star Wars Celebration exclusive. This is a poster, uh, Darth Vader. He sort of has that, you know, sort of the red hue from the Revenge of the Jedi poster. Uh, There you can see him. Um, I hate that. (laughs) I I surprisingly don't hate it. It's not something I would buy, but I think it kind of looks cool. You know?
0: Hey, I think, you know, I think the concept... Why do you hate it? Because I think the concept is cool, but by himself, without context, he just looks doesn't look good, you know? Hmm. You like it, Ty?
2: Yeah.
0: Huh.
2: They're kind of milking Vader Darth Vader like they do Boba Fett, though.
0: Yeah. I'm not a Vader fan anyway, so.
2: They keep
1: releasing him in different colors, but it's the same figure.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh we have the Deluxe Rebel Commando alternate heads head nice head um that's on the uh 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi card. Uh this is just plunked down in the middle. I almost didn't put the, I you know I'm just not a big fan of role play items. This is a scout trooper helmet in the Deluxe Black Series format.
0: If I was ever gonna role play, uh, it would either be Boba Fett or this this trooper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which the only reason I haven't role played is because uh, I, the money. <laughs> so, uh, I'd,
1: totally,
0: I'd totally go in every convention as Boba Fett if I can afford a nice Boba Fett costume.
1: Uh, let me ask you: Would you do Boba Fett, or would you create your own Mandalorian? Well, I've
0: actually, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Is um. I would probably start out as Boba Fett, but uh, but yeah, I have Rakira Fett, which is yeah. and I actually have a whole background and uh, uh, an actual sketch of the different ways that Rakira Fett looks different. Um, and uh, yeah, I would love to do that too, but then that's a whole cuss, You know, I don't I don't consider myself artistic enough to actually create that. I'd have to actually pay somebody else to customize that. You know, but I'm, I'm uh, the only way I could role play is if I just buy a good quality suit from somebody that has done it. Um, So then I'd have to pay somebody to customize uh, the Fed changes as well. But yeah, yeah. I've thought about all that. It's just, (laughs) yeah, I, I, I guess I've gotten to this. I actually had thought I would eventually do it someday. You know, I've been, Thinking that fett has been around since since I was in my twenties, so I always had aspirations. I guess uh, probably in the last ten years or so, I'm kind of like, okay, that ship has sailed, you know. So yeah. probably won't
1: happen. But yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Mandalorians, this is something I don't like. I I haven't sought out these at all. Are these faux prototype figures? Uh, here we yeah. have Dinjarin Mandalorian figure. Uh, they've done a number of these. Um, I just don't care for them. They, they, what you know, if you, if you don't know, a lot of times, well, most times in you know, back in this era of the original Star Wars figures, when they're doing prototypes of figures, they don't care what color the plastic is that they make the prototypes out of, and you ended up with a mishmash of colors uh, when they were doing production samples, and that's where these prototype ideas come from um and they they and the way they at least with the boba fett i th- believe i think he was the last one of these to be released uh you could you could find them in any combination of you know head torso arms legs so people would invariably collect every single version you know left arm yellow right arm yellow on and on it's just ridiculous in my eyes but yay, yeah, collect whatever you want
0: yeah of course but yeah I totally agree with you this is uh, yeah not appealing to me whatsoever
1: um
2: yeah I think I think it's a great concept I'm glad I you explained that so I understand what the point is now but yeah I don't care either
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and this is sort of lending us into the vintage collection so we got the Andor clone trooper
2: oh there's clone troopers
1: in andor Apparently now, do you do you remember seeing them, Kevin?
0: Um. Yeah. No, I don't remember seeing them.
1: And I think they called them the Phase Two.
0: Yeah, that's a totally different clone trooper. I've never even seen that. Yeah.
1: They obviously were on screen for some amount of time.
0: Well, you're you're just you're just assuming that because of the picture.
1: Well, just because. They, they don't usually do things without a purpose they, it's usually, the only purpose is to get more money out of people. And if he was on the screen for 10 seconds, five seconds, they're going to pump out an action figure of them. I was I just assume. thinking,
0: I was just thinking maybe it didn't make it off the, you know, or it made it onto the cutting room floor, that kind of thing, you know, but you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah, it's possible I'd be surprised if none of the three of us, cause you watched all of Andor, right? Ty? Oh right.
2: uh, no, I watched like the first three episodes.
0: Oh, okay. But I'd still be surprised, me and you, Pat, watching all of it, that neither one of us noticed that there was a clone in there. So, I mean, it's obviously possible, but that's surprising. That's cool, though.
1: Yeah, it would be interesting to, like, revisit the scene. Right, where did that take place? Right. Where they were, where they were escaping, you know, and th- there was plenty of uh, stormtroopers. It would be curious to see if there were, you know, a few clone troopers sprinkled in. Uh, yeah, that's
0: what uh, that's what else would be odd about it too is yeah, you know why they're kind of around then I guess you know right.
1: Anyway. Um, so sticking with clone troopers, there is a four pack, phase two. That may be where I got the phase two from. Uh, four phase two clone trooper four pack. That's I'm assuming that's a pulse exclusive. If you're an army builder. Again, these are all, this is, we're now on the vintage three and three quarter inch scale. Uh, Clone Trooper. Why do I just have that by himself? Do you know who he is? Anybody know who he is? Uh, Hauser. Okay. Admiral repeat. <laughs> Darth Vader, new Darth Vader. Uh, these are on uh, 40th anniversary. Return of the Jedi cards. Another Han being re-released. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they they sh- they didn't show him carded, but they had a Star Killer from the video games.
2: That might be mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> one of the first vintage series I ever buy because I'm because I wanted so bad to come to Black Series might convince me to buy this one.
0: That face is kind of shoddy though. I don't know. I mean, that's obviously only one pick. Yeah, that's I pretty think. good.
2: Hmm.
1: I'm not Johnny overly... A what'd you say? I'm not overly no. familiar. Sorry. Oh,
2: sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry. That was my fault. I should have said, what do you say, Pat? <laughs> you didn't play the uh, Force Unleashed games, Pat?
1: Uh, Just a little bit. Oh,
3: okay.
1: I, it, was, it was right around the time Valor was born, so I didn't get much video game time. I have them, oh, but okay. I just never... He he actually recently picked him up and started playing him, but I don't think he lasted too long. Kind of gave up on him, I think.
0: Man, they're so good, but yeah. Anyway, that's cool though. You beat them both? No, I. You know, I only beat number one, and then I made it probably halfway through two. I know. Yeah, I know. I need to get back to that.
2: Oh, (laughs) dude.
1: Uh, and then uh, any other comments on Star Wars tidy? Did you remember seeing anything else or do you any comments further on that stuff?
2: Uh, no I can only All think right. of the stuff I just wait until release. It's been announced already that you probably covered. Yeah, like Malik and Bastila.
1: Yeah. Uh, And then uh, so I teased it at the beginning. this was my tease for the show. This is our good, our old friends over at XM Studios, where they have no regard for your wallet. This no, okay. Is the, this is the venomized Hulk statue. Okay, this guy. And I, there's a lot of pictures here, so I'll cycle through them. And there's two different versions. He is version A is a maximum edition of 199, and he's gonna cost you 1,661 dollars. Oh my gosh eventually we'll get to there we go i i, I didn't have time to do, to uh do the uh conversions on size and weight uh but we do have a picture of them with a actual human coming up here um some close-ups
0: what say you ty it's cool <laughs> that's awesome if you had the money would you get it
2: um I'm going to say yes. But if I did have money for something like that, there'd be about 100 more statues I'd buy before it.
0: Man, that thing is awesome.
1: Okay, so this
2: now... This is definitely sick. Yeah. But I'm is not a getting... huge Hulk guy.
1: Yeah. Right. But... Getting to the end of the, of the of the version A. So what the... Version A is what you see here. Now the version B, which is coming up shortly here, uh, you basically get uh, a whole other half statue. Basically, it is you know the sort of like the in between uh, (laughs) where he's taking over Hulk, and it is maximum a maximum edition of 299 units, and it it is 1,888. So you're you're you know you're getting for about around a two hundred dollars more, you're getting like a an extra bust. Because here's what you can do is you can display it's it's a basically a swap out torso. So, ah.
3: have,
1: You know you'd have basically a statue and a bust. That's pretty cool. You know, and it's it. I mean, there's there's not there. You know, there you is standing beside oh, a person. Wow. It's a big statue. Uh, yeah, even though it's not much different, yeah, it is different and it's kind of cool and, uh, and it's, uh, kind of costly. So,
0: oh my God, that is cool.
1: I just, I, these are, <laughs> I, I just like to show these cause I think they're just sort of outrageous and I'll never have them, but
0: yeah, you know, yeah,
1: I, 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 they're, they're pretty out of this world and I, I don't know, just like to spotlight them.
0: Hey, well, I'm just going to assume with us having millions of people watching, somebody that's watching is going to be able to afford yeah. this. So there, I appreciate you letting them know it's out there.
1: Yeah, especially, you know, our, our viewers in Singapore, where this originates from. You know, I know we have a large uh, portion of our viewership is overseas, and you know, <laughs> yeah. they, wouldn't have to, they wouldn't have to pay the exorbitant shipping fee. So, you know, grab yeah. one of these and, you know, and comment on the videos or, you know, hit up the Facebook page and let us know uh, how you like your uh, – Venomized Hulk statue from XM Studios Wow that's it that's it for the horizon this week Awesome Great
0: stuff and that yeah that couldn't Have been a more appropriate That couldn't have been a more Appropriate uh, Horizon to have like you said with Tyler being A guest host Pretty much all of that applied to him. So that was great. <clears throat> yeah, man. You know, with obviously Tyler being into the clones so much and all this clone stuff that coming out, yeah, it's, it's so tough for me to resist that. Jeez. So good. The way Tyler has his uh, all displayed, all of the different ones, makes it great. Hey, how how are you working on your uh, Legion clones, Ty? Haven't moved on those at all. (laughs) You know, he's got, you know, the game Legion, Pat. I don't think I do. So it's, it's a Star Wars miniatures tabletop game. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you gotta, it's one of those. And I've talked about this before that it's one of those games that they must target the people that love to build and paint, (laughs) you know, it's like. The lead, I mean, the uh, the gameplay, is equal or possibly even less important to the people that get Legion, because you have to build every piece and then paint it. Yeah. And uh, and Ty and Maddie got them, and uh, they're they they aspire to. He, you got all the clones, uh, <laughs> whole clone army, right, Ty?
2: Yeah, we bought the Clone Wars starter set, and then got a couple uh, Clone Commander. Um, expansions.
3: I yeah, the in
2: Um, yeah, I was. We would we, we we're doing a lot of painting, and we still like to do it. Um, especially you know I do custom Black Series figures. But and I was really excited about the board game. I thought we just had to paint them. But the building factor is what's well, pushing me back a little bit. But I'll still get there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like you know it's a it's a miniature that's this big to begin with. And then the the then it's like
2: smaller 50 than that. pieces. so they're so tiny.
0: Well, whatever. you know they're tight and they're tiny to begin with. and then it's in 50 even tinier pieces you gotta put together. It's so nuts.
2: Yeah, I think General Grievous is, is literally like 25 30 pieces and they're you know
1: a millimeter long each. <laughs> so. they plastic. Yeah. That's like you know, like my Hellboy board game and like Marvel United. How, by the t- how do you have time to actually play the games if you want to paint all these miniatures? It's right, so- right, right. That's what I'm saying. There must be a huge market out there for people
0: that dig the painting as much as the gaming or like the painting more than the game. I don't know, you know? So.
1: Speaking, speaking of United, are you going for the new Kickstarter or are you no. satisfied with what you have?
0: Yeah, I've, I've got so much that I haven't touched in a year already, you know? Like, I literally have everything up to this up to when the multiverse is, is out, you know, I got it all. So it's, and I haven't touched in a year, whether I not only painting it, which I aspire to do, but then of course playing it. So I'm not going to get any more, although I did see, yeah, the, they uh, just announced the uh, carnage extreme carnage United. And the only reason I'm considering getting that though is for testing. You
1: know, you know. <laughs> because I've also... fall... sorry. I've been following it a little bit because you know I, I didn't go in on the Kickstarter, but since then I picked up the game, although I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Um, but you know I saw that there, you know there's a there's a Galactus and his heralds expansion, yeah. and you know I and I the Fantastic Four set was exclusive to Kickstarter, so I don't have that, and I really like those figures, so I you know keep my eye on. I'm like does it justify you get all those extra figures with the kickstarter it's like but then i'd have to go clear up to i'd want to get galactus and that's a hundred bucks and it's like uh, i don't know. I know right (laughs) and the weight's just
0: killer too you know obviously if you're if you do that kind of thing regularly you're used to it but man that was the first time i ever you know participated in a kickstarter and yeah it was like it was so long later. I just figured I was never gonna get it. Like there was must yeah. have been some. I'm screwed up. Remember I told you that story. You know. Yeah. I mean, I eventually got it all, but the wait is just excruciating. You know.
1: I wonder if it because be, I, be. Sorry. Be better. Be, I wonder if it'll be better. Uh, you know, a better turnaround since they're. You know they they've already produced one series of it. You know, and they're. they're oh no, yeah, maybe. But still, it's still it's always gonna be a probably at least a year, year and a half, yeah. the minimum. You know,
0: but what's crazy too is then you see people with all this stuff already too. I mean, you know.
1: Well, yeah, that that I know that angered a lot of people. That was yeah. that's not that's not fair. Yeah. What well, wasn't fair? What I missed? There, were people would get it before the Kickstarter backers would get theirs. It would be uh-huh. available at retail.
0: Yeah, to like, yeah, influencers and and other stores and yeah, all this yeah. So it's uh. It's frustrating. You know, you know, the United series, Ty?
2: Uh, no, but I do know of a huge Galactus. I don't, but I don't know specifically what you're talking about, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a tabletop game.
2: Yeah. Oh, then no.
0: And one of the new expansions is coming out is Extreme Carnage. So I'm going to grab that and, you know, you can check it out. It's kind of um, the miniatures are kind of what would you kind of call them. Kind of fat caricatures. Yeah,
1: in sort of? from when they when they're out of Japan, they call them super deformed characters. That's kind ah, of okay. what they look like. Sort of cartoony, bigger cool. heads. Yeah.
2: Oh, are you looking it up? Yeah, this is reminding me of something else I saw, but I don't think it's that same game. Yeah. You guys remember the picture I showed you that? tabletop game of the symbiote attack and it was like the characters are like little balls and you like shoot them at each other. You showed me that? Yeah. I don't recall that. Because I almost bought it because the set was specifically just mostly symbiotes. But the, that I, cool. you collect tons of different Marvel characters. I'll look it up.
0: Okay. Yeah, let me know. Because I don't have enough games. That's what, you know, like... Yeah, <laughs> when my, when my, when Jesse was like, uh, you know, we're going to play a game. You know, I don't, I don't know what to play. So I just take her to the shed, and, like pick, pick one. And then of course she just is overwhelmed by looking at it. And she goes, okay, you just pick one. And then I'm like, okay, fine pandemic. And then that's how I just randomly picked it. But looking through, if I have a hundred games, <coughs> excuse me, um, i played 40 of them seriously it's so crazy and then that's even more frustrating for my family because they're all like we only play each game once we never go back and play it again on huh, yeah i should do a random wheel like mike does for the show yeah i should karen i should just make a wheel every time i get a game put it on there and every time i have opportunity to play spin it and take it off once it's played until i get them all played that's what i should do and then i'd love i, I watch uh, game show reviews all the time i'd love to do that um, you know, have to do what Kevin played sometimes. Oh, that's genius. <laughs> Replace a what Kevin watched for a what Kevin played sometimes. <clears throat> I'd still probably end up talking about everything I watched anyway, too. So, <laughs> but anyway, Pat, thank you so much. That was a great, once again, another awesome <clears throat> collectibles on the horizon. Great job. All right, here we go. Um... Another exciting change for our final segment. Uh, and we're going to call this the show recap. Pretty simple. You ready, Ty?
2: Yep. Have
0: you been taking notes? Yes. All right, good. Here we go. There you go feedback how'd that look good (laughs) you know i can't figure a way to turn away from the camera and walk towards the table they just got to (laughs) kind of trickle into the table (laughs) but anyway all right tyler you're first what do you want to recap
2: the last of us is awesome
0: nice uh never underestimate finding awesome random not only movies but shows on some streaming device that you just haven't heard of. Cause there, there's just too much for everybody to, uh, to, to get right out the gate, you know?
1: I'm trying some to troopers
2: were in the Rick's road flashback to Cassian's father. Oh boy.
0: Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Mike, um, just got a comment from Mike. Where the clone troopers were in Andor. Apparently, the Rick's Road. Yeah, flashback on Cassian's father to Cassian's father. Okay, I'm gonna definitely check that out. Thank you so much, Mike. Appreciate it. All right, what you got, Pat?
1: Uh, Angel is better than Baron Mordo.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> Ty.
3: Um, you're,
0: you're up again. We're doing a circle here.
2: Uh, dark world's a great comic dark web
0: dark web is a great comic (laughs) that is uh, okay um that's what i was gonna say uh i can't wait to get uh spider-man's life story and the annual that apparently came out after six months
1: yep gaming miniatures and cosplay are apparently a young man's game
3: (laughs) yes
0: All right, Ty, it's already your turn again.
2: I'm brain farting.
0: <laughs> if, you, if you ever wake up and find yourself in a, a cryogenic chamber, don't give up hope. It'll mm-hmm. all work out.
1: Yeah, keep that in mind. Um, uh, thanks, thanks for your work this week, Tyler, but you should really look into changing your name to Phil. Fill, yeah. Because you you fill in, yeah. Oh yeah! yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks. Needed a little. Uh, that's, a good, little that's good. That's good. Need a little nudge there. Appreciate it. <laughs> you got one more tie. What do you think? Um. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Karen. Nice I was forget
2: about the rega.
1: <laughs> Put away. Don't wow. worry.
0: Yeah, Um, you're totally gonna screw up uh, your fans' happiness by changing the look of boxes in the middle of action figure lines. Yeah,
1: I don't have anything else.
0: All right, yeah, that'll do it for the recap, our first show recap, technically. And uh, yeah, that wasn't too bad. Appreciate it.
1: Don't forget to vote for Cover Combat Three. (laughs)
0: those claps do go a little long yeah don't forget to vote for cover combat 3 we're not going to be here next week so uh uh oh (laughs) we're not going to be here next week so you got two weeks two more weeks to vote (laughs) All right, uh, let's do some wrap-up here. Nice, nice. Appreciate that, Karen. Okay, here we go. Uh, Please like and comment on this video as well as subscribe and hit that bell for notifications. We are so close to the Scruffles Gold giveaway. I can taste it that we just get a a few more. We're still giving away a lot of stuff. I'm not even going to get into the details. I said I wasn't going to for a while back. But we are so close to a big giveaway. We just get a few more people to subscribe. So please do so if you're watching this and you haven't done it already. Um, Okay. uh, We have a request in the comments that Tyler... (laughs) 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 All right, Tyler, say it. Do your best. Give it a good effort, too. I'm that man. Nice. Good job. There you go. We like to please the fans. That's the number one fan there. Okay, so anyway, like I said, please subscribe because we are so close to a big giveaway. Uh, And also, please subscribe to Comics and Collectibles in the Crawl Space on Anchor by Spotify or many other podcast providers. And please listen to the edited podcast of this live stream on Spotify. They'll be posted later today or tomorrow. Follow Exceller Comics on Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter, and follow Acceler underscore comics on TikTok and whatnot. Uh, watch our show on the Whatnot app on Fridays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can bookmark that show now. I actually had a good show this week, which the, the funniest part uh, about it, well, every show is good in my opinion, but as far as sales, we're pretty decent. Um the worst part about it is, sure, I'm going to have a good sale week without my shipping helper. Now I got to put all this stuff together and ship it on my own. <laughs> I I still notified Mike that I need everything wrapped up for shipping. He's like, "Uh, I can't do that. So I was like, okay, geez, I'm just following pol- protocol, but I got to do it myself. So, But it was a good week and it was a fun show. So, uh, Also check out what we have to offer on eBay at acceler underscore comics and accelercomics.com. And then uh like I said, uh we will not be doing uh a live stream next week. We'll come back the following week. That's gonna be an exciting show uh because we will be um doing revealing the first round of cover combat winners and then the second round, right? That's where we are, right, Pat? Yep, that's right. And then, of course, just having Mike back will be great. And Tyler, you can still come and be here as well. If it's four of us, uh, more the merrier, right? Yeah. But you did a great job. We really appreciate you being here.
3: Thank you. It was
0: fun. All right. Anybody else got anything else? That's it. All right. Once again, thank you. And until next time, don't forget that appreciating great art is awesome. And reading a great story is fun. So why not pick up a comic book and do both? Accelerate out.